0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za she's the executive director of the green times eco consultant and coach and she knows more about recycling than anybody i know personally and it's great that we can have her on the line guiding us in this process this new story uh, which is talking about NEMWA NEMWA stands for the national environmental management and waste act Good morning, Elmer. Nice to see stories where there's changes in legislation to say, "Come on, everybody! We all got to get stuck in, and we've got to be recycling more." It's not one of those stories out there for somebody else; this affects all of us, you and I, and everyone listening.
1: Absolutely, it's so lovely to have some good news Mm. of constructive um, development into the right direction. So, yes, I always uh, I speak about waste and recycling a lot because. When I originally became an environmentalist, I asked myself, so what can I as an urban dweller do? Because I don't live out there in the in the wild where I can try and look after nature directly. And I immediately thought, well, waste. You mm-hmm. know, waste is something that we all have, that we can all make a difference to, and that we are all com- contributing to the environment, and, and that is problematic. So it's, it was my first line of environmental work. Yeah. And still a very important part because we have not re- achieved zero waste yet, you know none of us as far mm-hmm. as I know, so we have a long way to go but this is very good news because um it it um it, it covers the fact that um the NEMWA act well had a had a change they uh, replaced section eighteen with section uh, S- section twenty eight with section eighteen, so it now means that in the past, you know, we have this concept of extended producer responsibility. Yes. Now, we used to speak about this 30 years ago as as this ideal that those who produce these items that end up in becoming waste, which is mostly packaging, single-use packaging, mm. um, that those people should also be responsible for this piece of material at the end of its life. It shouldn't now be government's responsibility. Yes. So you, the, the producers must also take responsibility. And then over the years, um, they created some PROs, it's Producer Responsibility Organizations. And there was a voluntary... You could voluntarily, as a producer, join a PRO or become a PRO, which means that you take responsibility to the end or not. So with this new law, it says that it's not compulsory for all producers to become PROs. They must, over a period of years, mm. change their, their whole production system to take responsibility for this material to the very end, to its grave. Mm. So this is really great because it means we are officially now have launched the, the, the circular economy in packaging as well. So it's not just for plastic. It's also for paper and other forms of, uh, of packaging, also for lighting and electronics which is really yes. exciting because we know about the massive electronic waste going on, uh, which is why I'm so opposed to, you know, for example, people replacing their phones every second year for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and then we've got all this electro- the electronics ending up in the environment and, and leaching um, bad stuff into the environment, heavy metals and so on. Mm. So this is a very
0: positive story. I love it. It's on the electronic waste, Alma, just to divert slightly because I think it's important anyway. What does one do? I was reading an article on the BBC, this was a few years ago, where they showed photographs of the west coast of Africa where uh, parts of Europe arrive with ships and they dump all of their e-waste um, yeah. Into areas of West Africa, and off they go again. Um, since there's That's no right. away, as you always remind us, you know mm. this is one of those things. What do you, what do we do with e-waste? So
1: then you have these these poor people sitting there, you know, uh, breaking these these old things apart and rescuing some bits and pieces, mm. and and uh, inhaling bad fumes and bad for their skin, and and yeah, it's altogether terrible story that they use Africa as a dump site. Um, because they pay them, you know, Mm -hmm. and the money is needed. So, um, you electronic waste, um, most neighborhood watches have a a once-a-month electronic waste sale or collection, Mm -hmm. and they then make sure that it's it's properly recycled, because that is possible, I know, of quite a few places where this is done. But if you just toss it out, then it ends up in the environment. As far as I know, our recycling system also... Um, looks after electronic waste properly so that you can also put it out with that. But, you know, a good idea to put it out for your neighborhood watch because that's a fundraiser and then that work can work better as well.
0: Yeah, we must find something online. I think that's a a good point. Raising money for a neighborhood watch is an excellent idea. I only know of one chain store where you can get rid of batteries, light bulbs. I mean, I've myself, and I'm sure I'm not ashamed to say it, I've made this mistake, you don't know what to do with a light bulb. So, like, do I throw it yeah, in the, the normal trash as it recycle? Yeah, and
1: the batteries and take it to pick and pay. As far yeah. As I know. Yeah, so yeah, that's,
0: that's a good idea. So, so let's yes. let's go back to this amendment. I mean, I quite like this, but uh, the pressure is now on these PROs. They're going to have to, I don't know, build, change the way that they run their factories because they now have to not only create production, they have to create recycling or something, and so that's going to well, put pressure on them.
1: Yes, and then they put pressure on them to manufacture in the first place something that is already recyclable in our system. So ideally, there will be lots of tweaks happening, but that means at the end of the day, maybe in five years' time, we will know that everything that we buy will actually be recyclable. And then it's up to you to make sure that it is indeed recycled mm-hmm. uh, until the government actually forces all, all of us, which is probably also going to come, but that you can then make sure. What I would wonder in the meantime is whether one would know whether the manufacturer of whatever product you buy is already a, a PRO. Mm. It would be great if in time they could print that on the products, So we can then also again select the more environmentally friendly option of whatever, so that we as consumers can also, again, contribute to this. At this point, I think it will be difficult to know, I mean, unless you go and literally go and ask, Mm. you know, do some research about it. But I think this would be great to be marked in in the future, just like we would like in the future for products to be marked with what is the, what are the footprints of this product? What Mm. is the water? What is the energy footprint? so that we can become more responsible in our shopping also.
0: I like that. And this takes pressure off municipalities and government. We so often look to government and local municipalities to solve all of these problems and ultimately uh, to see other people needing to take responsibility takes the pressure off of local municipalities.
1: Yes, and it's kind of a form of privatization of waste management in a sense because also remember that 34% of the country has no waste management Mm. happening. So that's a lot. It's a third of, of, of everyone actually has nowhere to, to, to go with their waste. So that's, that's where you can see that I mean, the government isn't, isn't nearly coping with handling all the waste and having this massive responsibility. So it's kind of a, a public-private um, partnership now. They have to work together. In fact, the PROs can directly fundraise mm-hmm. and deal with, um, with the recyclable waste now. So it's, it's a massive step forward for us. We hope that that's going to make a very big difference in time because mm-hmm. it, there's a, there's a phase-in period, um, but that means that responsibility is now more on, on the private, and that usually has a better result.
0: Yeah, I really like the story, the idea of you creating something that's useful but can and does create an issue, so solve the problem of the beginning and the end of this product's life. Uh, So we like that. This story is outstanding. And uh, you can see the involvement of the plastic and polystyrene industry uh, in the story. It says Nemo amendments aimed at increasing recycling. This and other stories. Alma, just quickly grab another minute. World Environmental Day coming up on the 5th of June. It's so unusual. There were so many wonderful initiatives and things happening all around and people meeting en masse and all of that. And, of course, the world we're in is changing is this stuff still happening, but virtually all of these meetings and and things that you? Everything
1: to is virtual now, especially you know we've got the third wave properly up again now, mm. so people aren't going to be likely to be gathering. Um, at, at least we can still spend time in the environment. For me, that's the most important thing about no. World Environment Day, because I'm an activist every day anyway. But, you know, maybe take take time out and really appreciate the green that we have and the wonderful rain that we've had and so on. So, you know, a day of gratitude for me.
0: Yeah, get out. And even if you can just walk around your neighborhood, that's not a bad idea. We've got sunshine this whole week. Breathe in some air and get off your chair. Hey, that's rhymes. We should create a bumper sticker. Get off your chair and get some air. Thanks Thanks, Alma, Paula I'd love chatting to you Have a brilliant day, bye This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9am Please visit kpulpit.co.za